0: Michelle, yeah, I just realized I think my volume is too high uh how are you, how's your day going? I don't know good 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 that's that's good uh, <laughs> I guess uh, I'm having an oddly good day, good, like I haven't been having a lot of great days lately, <laughs> to be honest oh. Um, no, I'm just, I mean, the last week or so has been, um, been pretty decent, but I, I don't know. I've been going through kind of like a, like a high stress kind of thing. I know yeah. I talked about it last time we were live a little bit, you know, I'm trying to figure out the, the exact details of buying my house and, right. um, and I, oh, man, I need to shave so bad. <laughs> But, uh, you know, so I've been dealing with the details of that and I've been dealing with um, just work stress, um, I, I feel like right now um, in the business realm, everything is taking too long and pissing me off just a little bit. Like, yeah, I was negotiating a deal to license a movie and I can't I don't want to talk about it till it's done till the de- license is done. Mm-hmm. But like the guys had the uh, contract for almost three weeks and I emailed him because it had been a week since I heard from him. And he finally, he was like, I'm having a family thing, but it looks good. And I'll get it back to you right away. And I'm like, well, it's been three weeks. In the words of my legendary aunt Betty, the man slower than Methuselah. That's what she used to say. Slower than Methuselah. So, but it's been annoying. Cause like I have the, I have the box art pretty much mm-hmm. done. I have, I, I just have to get a trailer cut together and it's like ready to release. It's an older film. It's from 2000. I really want to get it out there, but I feel like he's just like dragging his feet so much. And I don't think here's why it frustrates me. I don't think he's, he's shining me on any after talking to him briefly. Mm -hmm. I think he thinks this is just a fine pace.
1: Maybe, or maybe he's just so stressed out right now that he's just not happening. I mean, I,
0: I suppose, um, but he said he'd already read the contract and stuff. So, I mean, signing it shouldn't take any time at all.
1: Maybe he's not in a good mental place and that just feels like it should be terrible and he just can't do it.
0: I guess so. But I still feel like it's been a few weeks. Yeah. Like, no, it's
1: been too long. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I, told, I I was totally okay with it taking an extra week or two. Mm-hmm. But now that we're like three weeks and I'm like, I really would like to just have this done.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, mostly. But. It is what it is. Uh, but it's been, yeah. So I've been, I've been a little frustrated by that. I'd been, yeah. Worrying about buying the house and worrying about, you know, business stuff. And I still am like, I'm waiting on a statement from one of my distribution partners. And to be honest, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, come on. (laughs) I'm just like, where is it? Mm -hmm. Like, come on, like send me my statement. It's been 47 days. The contract says you have 45 days, but he's also been good to me. So I'm not going to pull the, you know, you're in violation of our agreement. I'm not going to pull that, but I am going to, if he, I wrote him on Monday when it was 45 days and just had like an update or how's it going. So tomorrow I'll write and be like, just following up, which is my favorite uh, thing to do is the just following up, just following up. I had one guy, one, sorry, not one guy, one total douche bag mm-hmm. who I had, I, I had the unfortunate pleasure uh, of doing business with one douche who like, I love my favorite thing about the movie business is this concept that like, Oh, you want to be paid the money you earned. <laughs> I like, I can't tell you how many people I've done business with who I would never do business with again, who mm-hmm. I have to re- like message them and be like, Hey, the quarter's over. Could I get that statement? And if I don't send that, they will never send the statement.
1: Yeah. I mean, cause that
0: one, the one douche who I'm talking about right now, I finally had to threaten him with legal action. And then he was like, Oh, sorry. And he paid me for three years of statements that he never sent.
1: That's terrible.
0: Whenever I'm talking to people about that, I always describe it as, as the, the way I was talking then. It's like, it's like, Oh, you, you wanted to be paid your money. Oh, I thought, I thought you just wanted me to keep it. I mean, I know that the contract says I have to send you a statement and then a check out within 45 days of the end of the quarter, but I assumed you just didn't want it because, uh, blah, 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 you know, like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Fucking jerks. I mean, total mm-hmm. jerks. So, uh, <laughs> so it's like, I, I, I do want to get my, you know, my pay, but yeah, it's just, Oh, you wanted your money. Oh, I, I didn't realize. I thought you just wanted me to keep it. I just assumed you mm-hmm. didn't want, any of your money <sighs> good there's no business like show business like no business i know there you go that's interesting
1: because uh, i feel like a lot of times in my life with businesses it's just like let me pay you like <laughs> why are you making this so hard for me oh, to pay you oh
0: yeah as a customer. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. And one of the first business pieces of business advice I give anybody who is foolish enough to listen to me on business advice is I always say like, please make it easy for your customer to pay you. Please make it easy for them to hire you. Like Mm -hmm. don't give them a bunch of additional tasks that they have to do because it's amazing how many times, yeah, that I've been trying to pay for something and it just it seems like there's always something new. Meanwhile, I'm standing there cash in hand going like, can I just give you my money, please? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it, it, it is bizarre. It's bizarre how, how bad some people are now. And don't get me wrong though. This, like this guy who kept that money for all that time, he's a shyster. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah, he's a shyster. Like, yeah. cause it's one of those things. I always love saying this. It's like, so either you're trying to rip me off or you're stupid and you don't know what you're doing. So mm-hmm. which one is it incompetent or asshole? Pick yeah. one. It's one yeah. or the other. It's one or the other. But uh, so I've been feeling very positive today, Michelle.
1: That's good.
0: I had errands to run today and mm-hmm. I ran all of them before noon. Good. For me, that's impressive. Is that me or you that has, like, an ice cream truck sound? It's down? me. Oh, if you want, I can hold down the fort while you go get ice cream.
1: I don't have any money. I can't get ice cream.
0: You could try to barter. Hey, I have this cool rock in my pocket. Can I have a piece of ice cream? A piece of ice cream? Can I have a piece of ice cream? <laughs> Beautiful English execution. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but, no, I, uh, I had some errands to run. I went to the bank Mm -hmm. and then i went to um and then i went to i had to go to best buy i had to because i bought this new arm that i have my microphone on because folks it's getting out of hand so have you ever heard the term um not literal the literal term but the uh like the colloquial phrase gas yeah like in the realm of like musicians or photographers or podcasters or filmmakers, we have this term called gas and it stands for gear acquisition syndrome. No, it's where you just can't stop buying shit mm-hmm. or your hobby or profession. Mm-hmm. I already, we, you know, you have a storied history of how, how drunk with power I get over microphones. Mm-hmm. I love microphones as long as they do something slightly different than each other. Yeah. Which is hilarious because I'll buy a $300 microphone and it'll be like, well, you know, if you EQ it this way, it'll pretty much sound just like this other microphone. And I'm like, but the other microphone naturally sounds that yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have that? Like, this is the uh, Lewitt LCT440 Pure. I love the way it sounds. I think it's got like a ton of of, of, of good sound. So mm-hmm. I wanted to, I bought it. It was also on sale, like really, really cheap. And I finally pulled the trigger on it. But then like on my other boom arm, I have like the microphone, all podcasters dream of having, which is the, the Shure SM7B, which is not even on. I mean, I'm not. It's not, I'm not talking into it. It's not doing anything. Um. I mean, if, if you guys want, I can do the show on two mics just to
1: yeah, prove the point. You Here should. we go.
0: Here we go. So let me put them right next to each other. So now for the rest of the show, I am on two microphones <laughs> and see now they called me mad, Michelle. They called me mad <laughs> until they heard the pure fidelity, Michelle. I really want ice cream now that I hear your me ice too. cream truck. Are you sure you don't have a couple? Of, I can't PayPal. I mean, maybe they take no. Venmo. They probably no. do take cards. No.
1: No, I no, I can't <laughs> afford to just frivolously spend, spend money. Well,
0: I was about to say a dollar seventy, but it's probably like three or four bucks. It's probably
1: now. like twenty-five dollars <laughs> for like a scoop of ice cream, and they're like, that's that's the they actually sell doing
0: scoops it? of ice cream in the ice cream trucks out where you I are. don't
1: know. <laughs> it's a but, Mr. Softy ice cream truck, so oh, I actually okay. don't know what they sell.
0: We never had Mr. Soft. I'm gonna stop talking into two microphones. This is so mm-hmm. ridiculous Hold up. I apologize. Okay, back to one microphone, like a like a pauper, like a goddamn <laughs> like a goddamn ward of the state, talking into only one microphone. But um, so I have the uh, um uh, but no uh, we never had a Mister Softy. We didn't we always had indie places. When I was a little boy, our ice cream man in the neighborhood was a Star Trek fan. Cool. And, oh, no, 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 it gets better. As a kid, he was so cool. I found out he was a Star Trek fan because he had a a, a map of the Enterprise on the interior of his van. Aww. And I, for those uninitiated, am a very big Star Trek fan, but I was a colossal Star Trek fan. And when I was a kid, because at that time you had next generation on constant reruns, uh, deep space nine on reruns and you had, uh, or, and some new episodes of deep Space Nine, and Voyager was still on the air. So, and the Star Trek movies were still coming into theaters. So it was a, that was a, ta- a really good time to be a Star Trek fan. Cause there was yeah. just so much going on in, in the Trek world. And I told him I was a Star Trek fan and he looked me dead in the eye. I'm like, I'm like 11. And he was like, you're a Trekker. And I was like, yeah. And he would, when I would come to get, to get ice cream sometimes, Oh man. Uh, sometimes he would uh, give me free ice cream. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Hey, caller of war. So happy to see you back over on Twitch, where we are uh, in the land of wind and ghosts, <laughs> Twitch, <laughs> Twitch, where we, where it says your average listenership on Twitch is 0.5. So half a person. <laughs> I am your one listener on Twitch. No, but uh uh there there we go. One eye closed and one earphone <laughs> on. Um good to see you, caller war. Uh or a color. Oh color? I, I feel like I've messed this up before. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, so the ice cream man in my neighborhood, he would uh he would sometimes give me ice cream for free. And one time he gave me a packet of Star Trek stuff. Just just info and maps. Because wow. he was a member, he was a member of a starship. Um, which was like a role-playing game, but but this was done oh, counselor of war, but no matter. Good to see you both. <laughs> it's good to see you too, counselor of war. I'm gonna I'm gonna try really hard to remember that. So you enjoy when I fail. Um <laughs> but yeah, so um the ice cream man, he was a member of a starship, but this was like you would role-play like you were on a starship. Mm-hmm. This was not done on the internet, this was done via via mail.
1: Wow. Like the the outside mail,
0: like like the snail mail, wow. like, like the postman, right? That's
1: like that's crazy. How that did insane? that even work?
0: I well, that's the thing. I ended up not signing up for his Starship because I found it a little too confusing mm-hmm. as a kid. But it was literally like they would role play things, and you everybody had a different. Thing on the ship, and he gave me like the packet of info, which I thought was so cool because it included like Starfleet regulations and and all this stuff. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. My mom was always nervous because I was hanging out with the ice cream man, um, <laughs> and uh, he would stop by my house on purpose because I'd always well, number one, I was always ready to buy ice cream. That's number mm-hmm. one. Like y- you better believe I was running after the ice cream truck when I was a kid. Um, and then eventually he stopped. He stopped giving out ice cream. I don't know what happened. He just wasn't around. He was pretty old too. So I assume he retired or died or something. But like uh but he was pretty cool. And then the new ice cream truck came and it was literally a van. Oh really? Like, you know the, you know the I'm trying to you know those vans that are like blue with stripes, like those old style just like transportation vans. I know, exa- yeah, I know vans?
1: exactly. Yeah. It
0: yeah. was one of those, but like the side was just cut out. Wow. Like like it was converted in it, like it wasn't just a van. It had been converted into an ice cream truck that looked like a like a trans like a van for like cargo that uh like had the roof racks and shit. Wow. And and no one would go to it. It, it looked cuz it just was it was so it was just so rinky dink looking.
1: You know, if people went to it, he'd make money and then he could get a better ice cream truck van.
0: Okay, capitalist pig, whatever you say. I think if he had, if he got more money, he would just use it to harm the proletariat, but whatever, you know, <laughs> no, I just remember there were two ice cream trucks eventually and one mm-hmm. looked like an ice cream truck and the other one was that one. So <laughs> we okay. would generally not go to that one. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Counselor War's right. Or you end up in the back of said van, which mm-hmm. was really what was why we were nervous. We were just like, oh, cool. There's a van. Um, but no, so, uh, anyway, to, to not get off track on that too much, um, uh, I'll finish off my, my point about my over microphoning mm-hmm. having this microphone, which needs a Titan right there. There we go. This microphone and this microphone, I also, so I have an SM7B and a Luit a 4 Louis- for LCT 440 and then I have the I have the Electro Voice RE 320 in my cabinet next to my Rode NT1 (laughs) and then I have two uh, MXL uh, 990s which is the microphone you have Mm because for the longest time we had the exact same microphone yeah um, and when we started doing this podcast, we had the exact same microphone. I just started upgrading. Cause when weekly spooky was starting to, to gain some traction, I, I was like, well, the real problem with, for me with that microphone was its self noise is a little high. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really the problem. It, it just,
1: just didn't want to sound like me. That's okay.
0: <laughs> I actually do think that mic sounds good. It just needs a little bit more filtering. Oh God! Counselor of War asked a terrifying question. He said, "I have a snowball. Do, do I need to upgrade? Don't become me. Don't become me. I own so many microphones. I'm not even. Hold on. I just knocked. I just knocked everything over.
1: I only have two microphones, or three, or four, or eight. I have four microphones. Oh
0: God." <laughs> like, here's my electro voice right here. Um, sorry, so my office is shockingly clean because Rachel was kind enough. To, well, I, I hired her to do some work around the, that house. Do you hear that music? No. Really? Yeah. It's just my stupid I, fucking neighbors blaring. Oh, I can actually up. hear
1: it a little bit. Yeah.
0: At least they left instead of just sitting there playing it. Yeah. Sorry. No, he, no he didn't leave. That was a different car.
1: Oh. What kind of music
0: oh. is he playing? That's not my dumb neighbors. That's the it's... Amazon Prime truck delivering. <laughs> they just have their stereo up loud. Um, what did you ask? What? What did you ask? I don't know. I'm gonna oh. stop, I'm going to stop digging through my microphones. Um <laughs> I just saw a counselor uh Okay, how many mouths do you have? Just the one. I think you came in just after I started doing the show on two microphones at the same time. <laughs> I think you joined us right after I stopped doing that. Uh, and then he put uh, Is it the sound of an ice cream van? I hope not. I wish. Um, Although it's like playing like, like romantic, like R&B music, which would be terrifying if that's what the the ice cream truck pulls up. It's just like Barry White and stuff. (laughs) Can't get enough of your love, baby. Oh yeah. Um, But no, I have too many microphones. Um, I also have the Sennheiser MDK too. Uh, (laughs) And so I do try to use most of them. Like when I do weekly spooky, which is kind of like my my flagship podcast, the podcast has a lot of listeners. I do the stories on the uh, on the uh, Sure SM7B, and then I do the intros and outros usually on either this microphone or the RE320 because I think they sound more like uh, <laughs> I think they sound more like radio. Okay, like like mm-hmm. they they're like punchy. Is what I mean by that. You know, like Mm -hmm. I feel like I would like to listen to the SM seven B for like three hours straight because it's kind of smooth and dark. Mm -hmm. It's not super bright. Even with a presence boost, it's just kind of, it's not super crazy bright, Mm -hmm. but I do like brightness. If it's going to be five or six minutes or even 10 or 15 minutes, it is nice to have that clarity. And that's the thing. This thing is really clear, like really high clarity. Mm -hmm. Um, you, you, Michelle says yes yes they all sound So different Henrik you are <laughs> completely Justified in different. all of these purchases I literally have two microphone Arms on my desk There's no hope for me okay. um, the Counselor of war Said I scream too loudly <laughs> oh, oh god Oh uh, uh, god <laughs> counselor said wow that's a 389 uh, euro microphone dude which which one the sm7b is yeah about that i i didn't pay that i got it on sale for 350 usd um which is a good deal a very good deal for that microphone so yeah no it's bad it's bad it's all very bad everything is very very bad
1: hey you've you got things that you like it's, it's
0: well nuts. I do a lot of content creation like uh counselor of war. I know hangs out with us on Twitch when we're live streaming this, but I also, like I said, I have another podcast called weekly spooky. Um, Oh wow. Well, Oh, Oh boy. Here we go with her majesty. No, uh, <laughs> counselor of war said, yeah, so $350 is 290 of her majesty's pounds. Oh, okay. And well, and this was before inflation got really stupid so I mm-hmm. don't know. So it was probably a little bit closer. It was like fifty bucks off of what it normally is because in America, the SM7B is usually four hundred dollars, basically like three ninety nine. So, uh, but I got it. I got it. Yeah, for three fifty, which was a very very good deal at the time. And uh, yeah, so that's yeah. the one thing. That's if there is one thing I can claim, I don't buy things unless they're on sale for the most part. So like this mic was on sale for almost $80 off its normal price. That's one of wow. the reasons I just couldn't resist buying it. I'm so bad about if I can get a deal. Um Microphones, I'm, I'm I'm, getting better because at this point there's only one microphone I can really imagine buying. And that's the RE20, but that's a five a 480 or something dollar microphone. I don't think I'm going to get it anytime soon. I'm just being honest. Like, even on sale, I almost got it one time when it was on sale for $400. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. And that was like the best deal I've ever seen for it. So I don't know, maybe one day, but not today. Yeah. Or tomorrow, but maybe next month. Maybe. Yeah. <sighs> Ugh, I, I it's it's a problem. It's a legitimate pop problem. Um, oh thank you, Counselor. I do appreciate that you said now nah, your sound is good, man. I do appreciate that. I I do pride myself on us having very good sound. And like I said, I have another podcast called Weekly Spooky where I narrate a scary story every week and we have a lot of listeners on that show. So I, am very proud of the fact that we sound so professional. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you remember this, Michelle, but when I started doing weekly spooky, we had trouble getting support. Like we had trouble getting supporters and stuff like that. Like, we had sure. some listeners, but we didn't have anybody backing the Patreon. Sure. And I figured out one of the reasons was that we sound we sounded so slick. <laughs> People just thought we were funded, I guess, and that was not the case. Like we desperately needed Patreon backers to to really get the show across. And now the Patreon's actually booming. We just crossed five hundred and twenty dollars a month. I think that's it was, great. and that's that's and that's for weekly spooky as well as my filmmaking endeavors and my photography. So it's kind of cool because if you join for one reason, you might discover other reasons to to stick around on the Patreon. Yeah. So I'm very very happy about that. And I started doing a Patreon-only podcast called Working Filmmaker, where I talk mm-hmm. about what it's like to be a filmmaker for a living. <laughs> Spoiler alert: it's unpleasant. Um, <laughs> so, but no, so so all microphone chatting apart. Um, oh, he said, and the young lady—it's true. Michelle's mic does sound great.
1: Yeah. Thank. Thank you.
0: Like you're like now, I will barely talk into it. Yeah. Um, but no, the the MXL 990, in my opinion is like the best microphone you can get for under a hundred dollars and sometimes it's 60 bucks i've mm-hmm. seen it for. Like, that's why i ended up with two of them years ago when i had just one i saw a sale for one that was 60 dollars, so i was like Ugh, yeah because they're good <laughs> you know so i have two of them and uh they do sound really good they just have like a little a few issues that i don't love to deal with when i'm doing like the kind of podcast I normally do. Cause on this show, like we use restream, which is an excellent service for us to, you know, stream on multiple services and also to communicate with each other. And mm-hmm. restream stream has a built-in noise canceller that works beautifully on your microphone. Like you sound excellent.
1: It must. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, oh, counselor of war just said, uh, what are you filming right now? So I just wrapped filming, an episode of a TV series that I'm show running and exec producing, which we haven't announced what it's called yet, but it will probably be out in two months. I'm hoping, or at least like people will know what it is in two months. I don't know how soon we'll have it available to stream mm-hmm. places. Um, I know that you're out in England. Some, uh, if you, I, uh, do you have Tubi in England Tubi TV in England? Cause if you do some, not all, but some of my movies are on there. Cause I know some of them are on their international. I just don't know how many places to be is in, but so I've been working on that TV series and, um, a movie that I produced, uh, shot down in South Carolina called Bay beach. That film is complete and I should have the final film in my hands by the end of next week at the latest. Great. And then I can begin getting it released. I just, I just watched, um, he said, How do you spell tubi T-O-O-B-I-E? Um oh okay, yeah put wow cool will it be really available in the UK? So most of my stuff is available in the UK, usually from Amazon.co.uk. Like you can rent it there. Um but tubi is actually T-U-B-I. So uh T-U-B-T-U-B-I-T-V dot or you can just go to tubi.com. We had, I remember we had that whole experience where it turned mm-hmm. out to be.com worked to tv worked. Yeah. Yeah. It all works. <laughs> like, They're smart. Like, just put anything you want, um, into, into the, the, the line and you'll find it. But, um, but yeah, so check out, try going to to be TV, dot tv.com and just, uh, search if, if it works, I'm assuming, cause I know it works in Canada and Mexico. Oh, okay. Oh, it says, okay. ah, says coming soon to the UK. well, it will be there soon because Tubi got bought by Fox. So they have money behind them. So they'll be out there. So you can definitely watch them on there once Tubi launches in the UK, because um, about half of my catalog that's on Tubi is licensed international. The other half is licensed okay. only for North America. So it does vary a little bit, but you can also search my name, uh, Henrik Kuto on, um, <laughs> good luck spelling that one, uh, on amazon.co.uk. And you'll find a lot of my films that have been available in the UK as well. So back in the day, you know, I forgot to mention this. So back in the day, like eight, seven years ago, eight years ago, I made a family Christmas movie called a bulldog for Christmas and it got great distribution in the United kingdom. And mm-hmm. it was playing on a channel called movie mix, which I, which from what I understand, um, movie mix was a, uh, whatchamacallit was a, uh, over the antenna channel. And then it also played on Sony movie network in the United kingdom. Cause I had friends who were in the United kingdom, sending me screenshots of radio times and like the, the listing on their TV that said like my name on it. Um, oh, and they, he just asked uh scarecrow County, one of yours I produced and uh, shot scarecrow County. I didn't direct it or write it, but I, but I was, uh, I had a hand in it. It's a fun little, uh, romp, fun little scarecrow romp. So man, I've been, I've been talking all- see, this is what happens when I had a good day. Been having some rough days. I had a good day. Um, I was very oh, So I was impressed after I had to run two errands, which most days I was struggling to run two errands on my way back from Best Buy with this uh, other arm that I don't need that I bought. Cause shut up. Um, On my way back, I was like, you know, I'm going to drive right past the grocery store and I haven't gotten groceries this week and I need some groceries. Mm -hmm. So I stopped and got my groceries and I was like, wow, I'm accomplishing everything today.
1: Yay! And then
0: I came back. I, I well, first I made a tuna melt sandwich, which was delicious. I don't make it like very, do you ever make a tuna sandwich? No. Never? No. Do you not like tuna sandwiches? Yes. Yeah, okay.
1: I'm not I'm not in, I'm not oh, yeah, really you into don't like tuna. Yeah,
0: yeah, tuna. I remember now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, usually you mix it with like a bunch of like onion and maybe celery and stuff. Sure. But you know, I'm a bachelor, so I just mix it with mayo and mustard and hot sauce and pepper. Okay. And it's pretty but, tasty.
1: But no like onions or anything.
0: Vegetables spoil? That's why you have to eat them quickly. I know. I need to keep more fresh vegetables. I have fresh garlic. I always have fresh garlic around, but they keep. it keeps for a while. So that's mm-hmm. part of the benefit, I suppose. Um, but what did you have for lunch? Michelle?
1: I had a frozen burrito. Oh, how was it? It's fine. It, it's the kind that from Aldi and it comes in a package of like eight of them and they all got stuck together and it was a problem.
0: Oh dear. I'm sorry yeah. for your loss.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Counselor of war said, what is vegetable? <laughs> I I do like vegetables, but like, because of my, my inherent scatterbrain, brainness, the only vegetables that survive to make it into my diet are frozen or canned. Because if I have fresh vegetables, I'm lucky to eat half of them because I just get pulled away on these flights of fancy. Like I'll be positive. I'm going to cook all these things. And then all of a sudden I'll have a really, really bad day at work and I'll just order a pizza and, Before you know it things are starting to spoil I did get oh yeah I thought I remember Council of War being Vegan he said I just I'm vegan Um I I, uh What was I What was that thing I don't know it doesn't matter You know what Michelle you Uh, take over the show I'm gonna I'm gonna take off I'm gonna leave you With the show okay I'll just leave (laughs) I just leave and you're like okay well bye You just I'll just stand up yeah I'll just Go (laughs) (laughs) But, um, no, uh, I do like vegetables. It's just, yeah, I'm, I'm always paranoid that I'm going to let them spoil and I hate wasting food. So, but I have like tons of bags of like frozen, um, frozen peas and frozen, uh, corn, frozen carrots. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love those steaming bags. Those are so convenient. You can just like, uh, make a piece of fish or whatever. And then just, you know, you have a side like that. It's pretty nice. I also, um, I got, uh, my buddy John Dalton visited me over the weekend and we went out and had <laughs> dinner. He came by on Saturday and he brought me 18 farm fresh eggs from his chickens.
1: Wow.
0: Straight from the butt, baby. Straight from the butt. So I was very, <laughs> uh, you've had farm fresh eggs, right? Have you ever had farm fresh eggs? No. Really?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh man. They're like neon yellow. That's the oh. way I can tell. Mm-hmm. That's that's the way I can tell because if they're and when I say farm fresh, I don't mean like you know here you go. They're at the Whole Foods. I mean like yeah, When I know. your friend goes, my chicken pooped this. Here yeah, you go. I don't have
1: any chicken friends.
0: <laughs> oh, you have friends who are chickens, but no chicken, no friends who have chickens.
1: No, I don't have oh. any friends who are chickens or have chickens. I've never that's been sad. friends with a chicken before. That's so sad. Yeah, they makes don't me like sad. me.
0: You made me sad. Um, <laughs> well, if I ever get a chance, I'll bring you some farm fresh eggs. Cause they stay, I mean, they stay good. I mean, they stay that good for like a week or two and then they just become kind of normal after mm-hmm. that. Sure. So, sure. but like I, whenever you cook them, they're neon yellow. That's how you know, is they they're like so yellow and they just, they're just, it's like if, if eggs had a volume knob, mm-hmm. it's just up louder. I don't know how else to describe it. Like they're just more savory, you know, like they're just very good. Do you have a, did you have a follow a question about I don't remember. Uh, counselor of war said, okay, so question for you both answer from both of you, please see that, that that's his very polite way of saying, Henrik, don't talk over Michelle. That's fair. I, I struggle with that. If you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? Well, I know where Michelle's going to say, so go on Michelle.
1: Pittsburgh.
0: <laughs> You've been there before.
1: Oh, you want somewhere that I haven't been?
0: Why would you go to Pittsburgh? Why is Pittsburgh? I like Pittsburgh. I mean, I actually like Pittsburgh too. And I have—I think I have more friends there than you do. I
1: don't have any friends in Pittsburgh.
0: <laughs> and no chicken friends in Pittsburgh either. No,
1: but I could probably find some.
0: <laughs> is Pittsburgh really your answer or are you just being hilarious?
1: I, I don't know. I really do want to go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> but I guess Japan. I guess I, I want to go to it. Hokkaido.
0: I knew it. I knew it Michelle, I knew the answer was going to be Japan I knew it Um, (laughs) If I could go anywhere in the world Well, you have to say why Sorry, it's where would you go and why Yeah
1: Because I think Because I like golden kamui a lot (laughs) So I want to go to that a
0: Is that a manga or an anime? And an anime, anime, yeah
1: I'm I'm going to be honest I was
0: like, is that a food? No
1: (laughs) That's that historical fiction anime that I used to watch, oh, but I have to wait for yeah. more of it to come out. Um, and it's set in Hokkaido. And I just think Hokkaido's cool. And I just want to go there.
0: I'm not going to. while I can tease you for being then a weeb. A yeah. <laughs> well, I can tease you for being a weeb. That would totally be an awesome place to visit.
1: Yeah. Like, there's
0: no doubt about it. My answer is obvious. Although Hokkaido? it may have changed, but it's pretty much it's pretty much Antarctica. Mm. I've always wanted, I mean, since 2020, I've been talking about how badly I want to go to Antarctica and how Michelle refuses to go unless it's during the six months of night,
1: Yeah, which
0: is so weird because that's the dangerous time to go and not just dangerous because you'll freeze to death, but dangerous psychologically. Like that's when they make you, you have to pass a psychological evaluation to be allowed to work there during the six months of night because the winter in Antarctica, believe it or not, very cold um, and dark. So, but if not Antarctica, it would be this town, which I wish I had, I I haven't memorized the name because it's a, it's a native name and I have trouble pronouncing it, but there's a town in Russia that's like way off past Siberia Mm. and it's the literally colder than Antarctica there. It's the coldest place on earth. Um, like regularly negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit, which I apologize. I don't know. Celsius. Um, very cold, very cold. Um, like, Yeah. And I, but I would love, I love cold places. I'm fascinated, but Antarctica is especially fascinating to me because it's difficult to get to, it's expensive to go there. And everybody who's there has a purpose for the most part, which I find fascinating because it's, it's all about research and trying to learn about our, our history and our future and stuff like that. So Antarctica that, and I always loved the movie, the thing. So and the, 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 the thing that was directed by, um, John Carpenter in the 1980s that one's in Antarctica the original the thing is Actually in uh, the North Pole Okay yeah So I don't want to go to That lousy North Pole yeah (laughs) (laughs) Counselor We're okay to summarize so to summarize One of you wants to live like the Lord Of darkness in permanent night And the other wishes to live in Akira Esque Japanese fantasy
1: I mean not exactly.
0: <laughs> I feel like he's got our number. Yeah, I feel like he's got. Our number. That's pretty solid. I think that was. Well, I better put some aloe on that, some aloe vera on that burn there. Ouch! No, I mean, I don't. Don't get me wrong. I would be fascinated by being in Antarctica for the the uh, half a year of night. But I'd be cool going in the summer as well. I'm cool with just any time going to Antarctica. I watched okay. a video about learning. Uh, about what they teach people who move there for the first time to work. Mm-hmm. And literally they have these people standing outside in the cold during the day. And the instructor is like, all right, take your, take your jacket off and take your other jacket off. Okay, good. And then like they're standing there kind of cold. He's like, who feels cold? And they're like, I do. He's like, you've already began to die. <laughs> That's how quick it happens. <laughs> Cause, cause um, these Antarctic places are not like biodomes they're they're towns Mm -hmm. so there's like there's like um boxes of you know box buildings all over so when you wake up in the morning you have to get dressed take a shower eat breakfast whatever if you eat in your room or and then you have to put on all of that stuff and walk to like where you work or the cafeteria outside then come inside, take off your all of your layers, do some stuff, and then be like, "Oh, I want to go to the gym now." Put on all of that stuff and walk. Like it's that's how it is.
1: What if you run really fast? Can you make it?
0: I think you'd probably still be horribly hurt. Mm. Um, oh man, Counselor Moore said that's what you call an icebreaker. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Um, The other interesting, I watched a uh, YouTube channel of a woman who worked in Antarctica and she was telling like things you don't realize uh, that that help a lot. Mm -hmm. So, number one, the the central heating in the places you are in, like they generally keep the temperature at about 52 degrees. Like that's that's nice and warm there. Sorry.
1: I mean, I I guess that probably makes sense. Um, It's probably really hard to get it up any warmer than that.
0: Well, and even if you can, it's everything on the island has to be brought or on the island, on the continent has to be brought. So you're burning fuel. You have to bring the fuel. And then when the fuel is empty, because you got to remember, you cannot leave anything there like either unless it's a building or something that's being used. Mm -hmm, So like mm -hmm. you bring all these this fuel tanks and then the moment the fuel tanks are empty, you got to ship it. Everything has to ship out. Like garbage has to be shipped out everything has to be shipped to and from constantly. So you, you know, even if you could get the place a balmy 65 degrees, you'd be using so much energy. It would be such a waste when you could just get it to like 55 degrees and everybody wear long johns, you know? I guess. But she said that the thing that she learned when she first got there, that nobody told her was right before you go to bed. Cause your room is pretty cold. Mm-hmm. You, she does jumping jacks and push-ups to get her heart rate pumping so that she starts to feel warm. Mm-hmm. and then you get under the blanket with all of your clothes for tomorrow. Like all of okay, your, your yeah. not your jacket and stuff, but all the clothes you're gonna wear tomorrow. That way when you get up, your clothes will actually be warm when you put them on and not cold.
1: Oh, like you like the your, your clothes are in the bed with you? Is yeah, that what yeah, you like you you're okay. laying kind of
0: with them. Okay. Which is nice too, because you could spoon with your pants and stuff. Oh, totally. I like that. I'm not used to having my window open while we do stuff, but it's just so nice out here today. We've had like in in Ohio, especially in this part of Ohio, we've had like 85 to 90 degree highs for days and days. Today, our high is like 72. So I have all the windows open. I'm like, ah, just enjoying it.
1: That's interesting because it's like the first time in like weeks where we've had similar temperatures because it's also like 70, 72. Actually, I think it's supposed to be a little bit warmer, like maybe 74, but it feels cool
0: out. Hmm. Uh, counselor of war says, personally, I'd be worried about my extremities. If you catch my drift Yeah, the mm-hmm. ring dang do is the first thing to go. So, uh, mm-hmm. not, not to quote my aunt Betty again, by using the phrase ring dang do, but I love the, see, the funny thing is I remember uh, saying ring dang do to somebody and somebody was like, what does that mean? And I was like, it means adult penis, like, <laughs> adult penis. I was like, yeah, if you're a kid, it's a ring dang doodle that's 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 what i learned as a kid okay ring wow. dang doodle is like a thing you'd say like because a kid might be running around and all of a sudden like their diapers are their under their underwears on their head you know like mm-hmm. a little kid and you'd be like ah he's running around with his ring dang doodle out but like a grown man will be like you know uh will be like you know i don't know about all that i heard uh i heard they like to pierce their ring dang doos. you know like that's a grown man <laughs> statement ring dang doos. see counselor of war you're learning so much about, uh, the American, not even South Kentucky's not even that far South. Mm. Um, (laughs) you're learning so much to take back to your people. Um, (laughs) so that you can be like, yeah, it was a good call. Just not fight. Keep to not keep fighting for that place. We're we're good. We did. We did fine. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So it was a good day. I had a good day and it was sorely needed.
1: Um, I'm
0: hoping I can keep it up. I don't have that much left to do after we're done streaming. I'm actually going to work on getting my uh, office organized now that it's clean. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to organize it a little bit better. So I think that's what I'm going to work on. That sounds done here.
1: Good. I'm going to just cry.
0: (laughs) That's good too. (laughs) Counselor Force said it's like an AMA about Americans and the joys of Pittsburgh. (laughs) Pittsburgh is beautiful. Three. Isn't it three rivers meet at Pittsburgh?
1: Yeah, and it has the second most most bridges in the U.S., not in the world, not the most in yeah. the U.S. That's New York City. New North York City State. has the
0: most in the U.S.?
1: Uh-huh. Even that though Pittsburgh sense. pretends that it does because they want to be special, but they're not that special.
0: Pittsburgh is special. You is. literally have been defending Pittsburgh this whole time.
1: It's okay. I just, like, you got to be honest about the amount of bridges you have. That's true. And one of them just fell down, too, recently. So oh, I remember that. Less. Yeah. That was unfortunate.
0: Yeah. Uh, from what I remember over the years, Pittsburgh has had a lot of um, uh, bridge issues over the last 30 years.
1: Well, I mean, considering it's it's not a...
0: Well, they have the oldest bridges in the country, too, many of them, I believe. Mm-hmm. So it makes but, sense.
1: And And, you know, structurally, I mean, just things are just not funded very well anywhere uh, right now with, with, with road bridges and stuff like that. Um, I don't know.
0: Infrastructure.
1: Yeah. That one. (laughs) Yeah. There's a bridge that I go under on my way home and I can see the rebar in it and I'm very scared it's going to fall on me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, But you know, the problem is they just don't have enough money. I mean, they tax us a lot. Um, but (laughs)
1: They just that's, need it for other things.
0: Yeah, that's the that's see, if you want a crash course in America, our taxes are high. They really are. They're pretty mm-hmm. high. And like the police are begging for money all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I don't know about you, I get calls. Like the I robo calls that like, do you want to don't make a donation to the policeman's blah 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 blah? And then yeah. I reply, and then I reply, body count, motherfucker, and hang up. <laughs> Cause that's the band that did the song cop killer in the 1990s. No, but um, they like, it, that's what happens. Like when I worked in uh nonprofit television years ago, we were, we were financed by what are called franchise fees, which are basically fees. Um, they're, they're basically, okay. I'm trying to think of this. Okay. So when the cable company came, comes to a city and says, we're going to install cable, like back at, when it started, They would be like, Mm -hmm. we're installing cable. They would run their cable lines on already installed power lines and stuff like that. They would Mm -hmm. use city infrastructure. Mm -hmm. So uh, because they did that, um, they were like, well, we have to offer something in return. So they started allowing community access to cable basically. And you pay for it through what's called a franchise fee. It's one of the many little additional things on your cable bill. Well, it was, it was decided forever ago that that, that that franchise fee would be earmarked to fund community access cable so that people could have free speech space on cable. Now in like Dayton, Ohio, for example, because that's where I live. Um, 30% now is allocated to cable access and the rest of it goes to the police department.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. They're like constantly shaving it off and shaving it off and shaving it off. um, so, uh, counselor war said your taxes are not high. My friend, I pay 40% of my pay on taxes. Look, just because your boat sank doesn't mean I didn't, I'm not sinking too. <laughs> just because your boat sank faster. You know, like we're both, we're, we're both running on drowning. I, I, w- I, I will say, I believe my taxes are too. High. I believe your taxes are too. high too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm, I'm not going to deny that your taxes are higher than ours, but you know, it's like, who's the, who, which is the deadest corpse? They're both De- dead.
1: Um, Counselor of War, do you um? How are your bridges doing? Are they are they in good shape? I don't are think they... so because I've
0: heard a, I've heard stories about London Bridge.
1: What about the other bridges? I'm I'm but, less worried about
0: like if they can't take care of London Bridge because I've heard it's falling down, falling down, really? falling down. London, London Bridge. Bridge? It's falling down, my fair lady. <laughs> 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 oh my god! He's like, all right, leaving forever. Um, oh, oh, he said we have one nearby, but it belongs to the French. We've been paying for it since the 60s. Is there, I thought there was a tunnel from England to France. Is it a bridge? I thought it was a tunnel for some reason. I, I may be, I may be a totally off base though.
1: Do you guys have like bridges like that go over roads for other roads. Cause that's like our big problem is we have overpasses that aren't maintained.
0: Yeah. Overpasses are a big problem. Yeah. You know, you'd think that, you know, you'd think that cause most of the highways were built with federal money. I don't know if you remember that story. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you remember what they, what they threatened? They, they used that as a power play over the States to get a 21, a national 21 year old drinking age they the states that had 18 year old drinking ages were refused highway money
1: mhm
0: um <laughs> okay so uh, councilor war said there is a channel tunnel yes i thought i remembered watching a video on like national geographic or something about a channel tunnel um <laughs> he said yeah we have overpasses <laughs> we also have cars i mean do you <laughs> no you guys i like those little cars yeah um, whenever I think of driving in England, I think of uh, European vacation, big Ben parliament, big Ben parliament. When they're stuck on the roundabout and they can't get <laughs> off big Ben parliament. I would actually love to visit England. Um, I've often joked that if I visited England, I would be like a quasi celebrity because I was in that bulldog movie that played on television <laughs> for so long. I was like, I would just get off the plane and somebody would be like, your chips, the magic guy. And I'd be like, Yes, I am. I'm I'm going to lean into this forever. Um hey man, I'm fully electric here. No petrol or diesel for me. Good for you. Yeah, nice. I don't know anything about EV cars in Europe really. Um I have a Prius, which makes me generally better than most people. Um just because I save the planet except the EV people. Um but <laughs> but uh I love my Prius. Once the EV cars get to a point, I will definitely buy one. Mm-hmm. I, I can already tell that they're getting there. They're just not there yet.
1: Yeah. I mean, me too, if I'm ever have enough money. I mean, I think realistically, I probably will have to drive a gasoline powered car for a really long time because I have to, because I can't afford them. They're
0: getting cheap, though. I mean, already yeah. they're getting Yeah, I mean, but
1: I, ha- I have to get, first of
0: comparatively. all,
1: yeah, exactly. And also, like, I would have to. You know, like that means kind of reconfiguring. I mean, getting electrical wiring because I don't even have outside outlets and they have to be probably like, what, like 240 volts? Well,
0: okay, so first of and all, you, my- need to, you need to calm down. <laughs> so most of the car companies in America that are selling EV cars mm-hmm. are including installation of a home charger in the price of the car.
1: Oh, that's really nice.
0: Yeah, and they are oh. 220 or 240 volt. Um, You can charge with a regular plug though, but like it take like in eight hours, you'll get like 40% charge. So you could like go yeah. to work, you know, you could like get to work and that'd be it. Yeah. Um, I
1: don't, I wouldn't like, not with my wiring. I wouldn't try to charge an electric car.
0: Yeah. That's a fair point. Um, counselor of War said, Oops. Said yes. Same here about which thing I apologize. Uh, we, we talk, we're talking too fast. Um, so my thing with EV cars, the only thing keeping me from wanting an EV car right now, aside from the fact that my current car is, Knock on wood is perfectly functional and works great right now um, is once they can get it, once they can have a car, have at least a minimum of 350 mile range, mm-hmm. which some of them have that. And once the charging, uh, a full charge will take no more than maybe 15 minutes. Yeah. Then yeah. I'm in, then I am totally in. But right now having it take a half an hour, or 45 minutes or an hour it's with how hard. much I road trip, I just, w- it would drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drive me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was funny to do. Um, <laughs> uh, Counselor of War said a home seven kilowatt charger will charge your car in six hours. So overnight, you're good. That's not bad at all. I don't know what that means here, though. Yeah.
1: What is seven kilowatts? <laughs> we, we
0: do everything by volts. We have yeah. so like, the average pl- house plug here is 120 volts. A refrigerator is usually plugged into a 220 volt, usually. So, like, if I decide to get a full blown hot tub in my backyard, I have to have a 220 wired out back. Um, and then a of war said, "Also, I can beat anything at the lights. Anything? Oh, you mean like racing? Yeah, they got some get up and go. Um, those EVs. My friends Joe and Yeah, they just both bought matching EV cars, and they love them."
1: I did, I did see, I did see her posting about it. So. Yeah.
0: And, and if you're, if you're like in the message boards for EV cars, you find out that like lots of places will let you charge for free on certain dates and stuff Mm -hmm. So you can get a lot of free, uh, a lot of free power. Um, I have no idea, but your wiring is frightening in the U S you don't even ground your plugs. Yes, we do. Yes,
1: we do. We just didn't used to for a really long time.
0: We totally have grounded outlets. Like I have tons of grounded outlets
1: (laughs) and a lot of places like, because wiring is so old in some places that they still have two problems. Like all of my house is pretty, is not grounded, but yeah. Anybody who's making houses now, you know,
0: yeah, I've grounded. I've grounded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, please.
1: No, that's
0: it. Michelle would know because she's a home inspector. So, yeah. <laughs> well, and you have to also consider in America, you don't necessarily need a grounded outlet because you can just point a gun, a readily available gun, at the outlet and be like, "You better not, you better not."
1: Yeah, I mean that's you how I not. have to do it when that's, I plug in something that that needs a ground. I'm just like, we're just gonna do it anyway. That's the,
0: that's the American AF way to do it. That's how we do it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I. I like America and all, but we sure are stupid and funny. Um <laughs> so I have a, a friend uh, named Matt. Actually, you've met Matt, Matt. Like he, he lives out by you. We he visit he had lunch with us one time.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: Brit big British guy. I mean I he's like six foot five.
1: He lived in like Swathmore or something.
0: That sounds made up, but sure. Um so <laughs> but no, uh he and I love to give each other crap. You know about uh, he's from England. Although he came here when he was like twenty, so he's been here more than there. But uh, he uh, you know, he like we like to give each other crap. The big thing is, I call him a Welshman, and he calls me a Frenchman, and that's our like going back and forth because because <laughs> my name is Portuguese, but it's you know uh, but it, some people because Couto, uh, which is not my last name, my name is Kotu. C-O-U-T-O, but it looks, it looks and can, and can sound just like couteau, which means knife in French. So people think often think, and and that's a common thing with a lot of Portuguese people in America, at least is the assumption that we're like Southern French people. That's uh like a, it's kind of like Cubans uh, in America back when there was a lot of discrimination towards Cubans used to pretend to be Italian because they're very fair skinned. Mm -hmm. A lot of Portuguese pretended to be French in America because of discrimination. So, uh, I never pretended to be French. Uh, in fact, I, how dare you suggest I'm French? Um, I'm very upset now actually. Uh, I'm sorry, (laughs) but yeah, anyway, he was fun. Um, Mm -hmm. he's a fun dude. Uh, counselor said, nah, I had my first electric shock in my life in a house in Florida. Oh, I there's, well, first of all, Florida is the place to go to have bad things happen to you. Um, it's also a fun place to go to vacation. That's how they get you. Mm-hmm. That's how yeah. they get you. It's like, aren't the beaches nice? Come to Florida. Like we have such sights to show you. You know, that's pretty much it. So, uh, Councilor War, have you only been to Florida in the U.S. or have you gone anywhere else in the U.S.? I'm very curious. Mm, me too. But um, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know why. Um, nothing wrong with Councilor War being the only person hanging out with us today, but like, he's the only one chatting with us today. Yeah. Did we get knocked off of, of Facebook and I didn't notice because that has I happened don't before. I think
1: so. No, we're, we're live think... on all of them. Yeah. That's okay. I don't.
0: Oh, I've don't... enjoyed this conversation talking about laughing about England, laughing about America, mm-hmm. talking about EV cars. But yeah, so once the, char- once the quick charge is fast enough. Mm-hmm. And as long as you can get at least 350 miles, roughly on a charge, 300, 350, which is basically like most gasoline tanks get about three to three fifty, depending on gas mileage. Yeah. Then I will be like heavily considering it.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, if I had money. Yeah. To well, get a new car. Sure. I, that's what my, my, um, uh, the thing. Yes. Would be the
0: thing. <laughs> I think in about five to 10 years, we'll be like, will it will be there. Um, in the technology and the price. Um, Councillor War said erm only Florida. this was 20 years ago, mind you. got my passport taken from me standard. You had your passport taken from you? Sorry. Oh oh does he mean because it expired? Wait I, I passport t- well Florida's already right. I've stolen? only The irony is I've only been to Florida once because uh, I don't live near it at all. I lived there. You, oh you oh yeah you did live in Florida see I went yeah, to Florida, Florida but you went to Florida
1: yeah
0: Florida you worry me
1: yeah
0: <laughs> um oh oh I see counselor war says uh, nah I was uh, drinking was 18 at the time but didn't realize the local laws so to speak well 20 years ago it was federal law uh, well I don't you know, that's the thing. I don't know if it's a federal law. I think it's just a state law in every state. I actually don't know. I think the drinking age is 18 in every state, but it's a state law in every state. It's just all the same. Because yeah, um, they, what happened in the 80s was basically the federal government said they would with... That was loud. <sighs> that's a neighborhood. Um, uh, in the, the 80s, they said they would withhold... Money to build uh, and maintain highways mm-hmm. If you didn't change your drinking age So they basically bullied the states Into doing what the federal government wanted Which was this bizarre 21 year old drinking age I, oh, What are you going to say?
1: Oh I was, I was just gonna, like You can finish your point because it's only kind of related
0: mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I was just going to say I think a 21 year old drinking age is bizarre because then the smoking tobacco age was still 18 until Mm -hmm. like two years ago. And I thought changing the 18, the age of tobacco purchase to 21 was also bizarre Mm -hmm. because the, 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 the age to enlist in the military is still 18. So it's like, you better not, after you go out and kill some people for your country, you better not hope to have a cold one and smoke a siggy because, you know, sorry, kid, you can have an AR-15, or it'll be an M-16 out there. You can have an M-16 and shoot a bunch of people for a war you don't understand, but you sure as hell can't, you know, get good and toasted. But yes,
1: are they in this country shooting people? Because if they're not, they might be able to have those things anyway.
0: That is true. But, but a lot of our military is stationed here.
1: Okay, but are they killing people here?
0: I mean, I hope so, otherwise we're wasting money.
1: <laughs> um What I was going to say is I'm pretty sure the the federal government did that with um with uh um speed limits at one point. Yeah. Where they um tried to get all the states to put their highway speed limit down to 55 I or do they remember were going to yeah. And actually most states were like no. But New Jersey was like, yeah, fifty-five. And so
0: <laughs> maybe that's what inspired the song I Can't Drive Fifty Five. That might have been a protest song to it. Maybe. Uh Counselor Bohr said, My introduction to the states included an unplanned funeral, not my own. Being chased by an alligator and a near shotgun wedding escaped. That sounds like Florida to me. Yeah. No, that checks I mean,
1: out. There's definitely alligators in
0: Florida. So <laughs> Oh man. No, I, I, yeah. Florida, well, I went to Miami, so I didn't get really the real Florida experience. In my opinion, I got like, cause Miami's amazing. I loved Miami. Have you been to Miami? I can't remember. Uh huh. Oh, okay. And you hated it.
1: No, I just, I didn't live that far from it. So I don't have like specific memories. Were of you in life. Fort
0: Lauderdale? Where were you?
1: Uh, yeah, I was in, um,
0: give, uh, give an address, please.
1: I was in Cuesta, like so I was around West Palm Beach area. Oh,
0: okay, yeah, yeah.
1: So I mean, it was I'm not I wasn't on top of Miami or anything. It's just like that. I've I've definitely been there, but I yeah. don't really remember.
0: I when I went to Miami for work, I got to go to Little Havana. It was the coolest experience ever, and I got a Cuban sandwich because of course you did. Mm-hmm. So it was really nice. That was a fun Good. time. I would like to go back someday. Um,
1: it's not a bad place. It's just weird.
0: Yeah, no, it's it. Florida is just odd, Mm -hmm. and and Florida is this interesting place where it's it's like the South. It is. It's like the South. I love the South, but it's like the South. But then it's also not. But then once you get to like Miami and stuff, it's like Central America, a a little bit too. Like it's it's just very. It's a very odd place. It's it, it. And I don't just mean it's like Central America because there's like immigrants and stuff. I mean it's like Central America, like. Temperature, weather, humidity, um, plant the plants that mm-hmm. grow. Oh yeah, I mean it's yeah. like it's really odd. But then, like if you go far, over, then it's swamp. Then it's like then it's like southern, you know, um, uh, 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 farmland. Like it's mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. odd. It's just super yeah. weird. It yeah. just dangles so far out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just it just becomes unlike anywhere else. Um, Councilor, said I keep getting weird ads to buy property in Miami on Facebook in the UK. What's going on there? They want you back.
1: Well, to be this fair, as, as far as I'm aware, Miami is having really big problems with um, flooding from oh, yeah. the ocean. And it's just like coming in and streets are flooding. Like even when there's not a storm, so they need you to buy property there. So they have people to live there.
0: Yeah. So do your part, buy some property. Yeah. in Miami. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think it's about time we should wrap this up. Um okay. Counselor of War, thank you for hanging out with us. It Ended up just yeah, being a hangout you. Out with you. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Uh, I hope you did too. Um, I didn't even get all grouchy about capitalism either. Um, so I'm, an, I'm I'm doing good today. Uh, he said, "Okay, so more waterside properties than usual." Absolutely. Yes, there's yeah. a fire sale on waterside properties in Miami. But uh, you have a great day, everybody listening. Uh, hope you all do well, Michelle. Um, take care of yourself. Okay, we're all we're all worried about you. We're I all know. very worried about you. I
1: know.
0: I'm worried about you because you don't own enough microphones and boom arms.
1: I can't get them.
0: I'm, I'm sorry. It's um, okay. Councilor said, uh, "Yeah, you tore lovely as always. Thank you. We'll be back around the same time next week. So, until then, uh, uh, Michelle has the final word.
1: No, I don't. I don't really want the final word. Um. I don't remember when uh, grounding became, like, standard in electrical code, but it was sometime. I don't know. Leave me alone.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time.